RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Friday, February 28th, 2020. On today's show, Jerry Ryan speaks of Seven of Nine's resilience in Star Trek Picard, Card Game Flux is coming out with a new Voyager-themed deck, and Viacom CBS elevates Julie McNamara in support of its House of Brands strategy. All of this, plus the answer to Tuesday's trivia question, coming up next. Now that we're more than halfway through Season 1 of Star Trek Picard, and we've gotten to see the return of Seven of Nine, Jerry Ryan can talk a little more about her thoughts on the evolution of her character, after nearly 20 years away. Vulture published a piece earlier this week in which they spoke to Ryan about her return, specifically on her experiences finding a new voice for Seven, nearly two decades after Star Trek Voyager went off the air. Ryan repeated a story she's told before, that co-star and close friend Jonathan Del Arco helped her rationalize the difference in Seven's voice. In Doyleist perspective, Seven of course sounds different because she's being written by two writers' rooms two decades apart. But what about the in-universe Watsonian perspective? Ryan recounted what Delarco said to her. What if she just makes a conscious choice to sound as human as possible for survival? It was like a light bulb went off or a switch was flipped, and I was like, that's it. Despite her initial difficulties getting to grips with her evolved character, Ryan likes who Seven has become. She's been working for or with an organization called the Fenris Rangers, she explained, trying to bring a semblance of order to the mess the galaxy is in. I mean, the storyline is just gut-wrenching. What she goes through breaks my heart, but I love that it shows her resilience. The rest of Ryan's interview is rather spoilery, but well worth a read, especially at the end when she acknowledges that she's been paying attention to fans' reactions, She said, I noticed on Twitter a lot of fans were commenting on it, with that first little scene when she beams into the bridge for the first time, and everyone was saying, there's the head tilt, that little nod, the seven nod. That was a nice feeling to see people catch something subtle like that. And of course, you can catch Jerry Ryan as Seven of Nine for yourself in Star Trek Picard, now streaming on CBS All Access. Game maker Looney Labs have announced a new version of their popular card game, Flux, which will be based on Star Trek Voyager. The Trek Collective reported the news on Tuesday with the following blurb from Looney Labs. Journey home from the Delta Quadrant aboard the Starship Voyager. The fourth Flux-style excursion into the Star Trek universe features Captain Janeway and her crew, along with plenty of their enemies. The Kazon, Species 8472, and of course the Borg. You will also find several time ships, the holographic Doctor's mobile emitter, and Janeway from the future. The usual ever-changing rules of flux apply, with a few new twists, like the Caretaker and Ancestor's Eve. Flux is a card game for two to six players aged about eight and up. 
The basic goal is to collect the combination of cards that will win you the game. The challenge? The rules and the game's goals are constantly changing, because they're also cards that can be played strategically. Flux is a tremendous amount of fun, and games can take anywhere from about 10 minutes to about 40 minutes. Looney Labs offers a dizzying number of officially licensed versions of the game, like Firefly Flux and Monty Python Flux. There are also some basic-themed versions like Astronomy Flux and Fairytale Flux, and Voyager will be the fourth Star Trek-themed Flux, following on from TOS, TNG, and Deep Space Nine. The Trek Collective reports that the new game is expected to be available in late July. More news and the answer to Tuesday's trivia in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek News is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Today is my last show of February, which means that if you are on the fence about joining up, now would be a really great time to do it. Patreon starts charging patrons on the first of the month, so pledging your support today makes sure that your contribution can start making a difference straight away. To find out more, please head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Viacom CBS's executive vice president of original programming, Julie McNamara, has been elevated in her position to take on more responsibility as the newly merged company builds out its House of Brands strategy. Last week, a piece from The Hollywood Reporter said that Viacom CBS was building on its Star Trek-led CBS All Access platform to create a house of brands, which would combine products from both the CBS and Viacom parts of its catalog. This week, Deadline reports that in order to support that strategy, McNamara has been named Executive Vice President Head of Programming. This move expands her role to cover not just original programming like Star Trek, but also acquisition. Along with McNamara's new role, Deadline also reported some changes under her. Executives Jeff Grossman, Rob Gellick, and Dominic DeMeglio have all been named to new positions to support the new strategy. And now, it's the answer to this week's Trek trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, while Jean-Luc Picard grew up at Chateau Picard in Le Bar, France, he has said that he never really felt at home there. When was it that he first left the chateau to enlist in Starfleet? The answer? Picard left to join Starfleet in 2323, at the age of 18. It would be 41 years later, in 2364, at the age of 59, that he would take his most famous command, Captain of the USS Enterprise. Ironically, Captain Picard was, during the run of Star Trek The Next Generation, significantly older than the actor who portrayed him. When TNG began, Patrick Stewart, long before he became a Sir, was just, would you believe, 47. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash 
Daily Star Trek News. Daily Star Trek News is part of the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. And now you can subscribe to the Roddenberry Podcast Network Master Feed for all the network shows in one convenient place. Just search for Roddenberry Podcast Network on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network